The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Dawn Montgomery, welcome. Hey, it's, been a, hey. it's been a moment since I've seen you. Um, yeah. So I'm glad to have you on today. It's Wednesday, so Women's Wednesday, because we're not doing a show this Thursday and Friday. But I, you know, the last couple of times we had to do our Women's Day, whether it's Ladies First Friday or Women's Wednesday, mm-hmm. we have to talk about allegations and and um cases with violence against women and so I do not yeah. enjoy that seems to be a trend and a pattern right now uh on Friday mm-hmm. we spoke about Cassie and the charges and the case that she filed against mm-hmm. Sean Diddy Combs that was on Friday Dawn mm-hmm. later that evening I mean within a few hours of us ending mm-hmm. the show and concluding um, yeah. It was reported that they settled that matter. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, that had to be record time for a settlement. Yeah. Um, you have worked in the legal field. I am a lawyer. I've conversed with many lawyers. I saw many lawyers tweeting, and we were all saying the same thing. I have never in my life, and I've been a lawyer for a long time, long time, almost two (laughs) decades, okay? So I've (laughs) never seen a case settle this quickly, Dawn. And to me, in my opinion, it's very telling. Now, here are the statements um, from, from Cassie after the settlement. She says, I have decided to resolve this matter amicably on terms that I have some level of control. I thought that was notable. I want to think, she didn't say I thought that was notable. I'm saying to Dawn, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and she continues to say, I want to thank my family and lawyers for their unwavering support. Sean Combs puts out a statement, that's Diddy. And he says, we have decided to resolve the matter amicably. I wish Kathy and her family all the best love, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Right. So, and her lawyer also just, you know, put out a statement, just, you know, supporting her and saying he's proud of her for doing this. Um, And then later that night, Puffy's lawyer puts out a different statement, um, just basically saying like, listen, just so we're clear, a decision to settle a lawsuit, especially in 2023, is in no way an admission of wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's legally correct. Uh, Mr. Yeah, Cole, 
Mr. Combs's decision to settle the lawsuit does not in any way undermine his flat out denial of the claims. He is happy mm-hmm. they got to a mutual settlement and wishes Ms. Mm-hmm. Ventura the best. Well, I right. would say if you wish for right. the best, Diddy, you would have never harmed her to begin with and we wouldn't be in this situation with a lawsuit, okay? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Dawn, mm-hmm. we did this, um, Callie, um, from Callie Freeman from Yahoo Sports is on with me and mm-hmm. we talked about this and I said during the segment, I'm certain that when we post um, on our digital channels as we typically do and this goes up on social channels that Correct. we'll be attacked for what we said because we both believe Cassie, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and the vitriol that came at us on Twitter, mm, um, yeah. in the YouTube comments, not so much on um, Instagram. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was absurd. I mean, to the, like right now, days later, I still have men yeah. attack on social media. Yeah. Someone sent yeah. me a post about a woman who wrongly accused someone who went to jail. Now, I don't mm-hmm. know why this man thought he needed to send me this post, but I know, mm-hmm. I mean, I know why he's sending it to me as though that's... <laughs> right, right, right. We know why, but... It's like he didn't need to do that. (laughs) So again, I want Mm -hmm. to make clear, you could send me a thousand of those posts. One, they're not going to Mm -hmm. exist because false accusations of rape, sexual assault, assault, domestic violence, abuse of this kind, it is not as frequent as the men like to claim. It is just not, which is one of the reasons why we say believers. Of course, Mm -hmm. I do not like when any, any person is wrongly accused of something. But there are times that we have to use our common sense. There are times we have to use our discretion. So I will just tell you that a case, if if this is, if nothing happened, if there is no truth to these allegations, it is not settling with the quickness of Usain Bolt speed, okay? It's just not happening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Not mm -hmm. settling in a day like this, okay? Right, right. And 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 secondly, because allegations and claims like this do not happen as frequently as some would like to suggest, I'm mm. going to believe Cassie. It is also not mm. the first allegations against Diddy and right. Salon and Rolling Stone and other publications have started to put out, you know. Um, publications because Dawn, I don't think everyone is in the same genre as us, you know, generation. Right. No, like no, no. Black women, black don't crack, we look great for our age. But we grew up listening to Bad Boy and Diddy's music, right? We grew up listening to it. So we know the right. very many different errors of Sean Combs, right? Yes. I think sometimes different names. The different exactly. names. Like, I keep saying Diddy, but I've never called him Diddy in my life. I'm doing that now yeah. to make sure. Yeah. But I called him Puffy and Puff, right? Puffy. And Puffy I, was the one, yes. Right. And you you know a person's age by how they refer to Sean Combs, right? And so I, I bring this up to say that I think some people may be unfamiliar that allegations and things have been thrown out about him in the past, right? So, mm-hmm. um, but none of them resulted in a one-day settlement. And that doesn't mean that those aren't true. But none of those past claims resulted right. in a one-day settlement right. 
this quickly, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So I just mm-hmm. want to set the stage for what for what we're saying happened. Yes, so with that, so thank you. now that I'm sort of done setting the stage, because mm-hmm. we're gonna get to a lot of things, but I wanna just know, I know you believe casting because you've stated that already on, on social and you've made some decisions that affect your bottom line um, as a result of this that we'll talk about. But what's your what was your reaction to this suit and where things are right now as they stand? I was extremely triggered, you know, the fact that, you know, with us having a legal background, I would say for us, the first thing we look for in these situations is where's the documents, like where's the court documents, where's where's something that we can kind of go ahead and scan or take the time to do a deep dive into that paperwork to kind of really understand um, how, how someone got to this point to file suit, right? And then once you get to that and you see the documents, you see how many pages it's going to be you kind of like plan out your day for the most part um but to see that trigger warning immediately that took me how many times do you see that dawn i've never seen that frequent and often that is that is not something that you're going to see in cases like even in some of the harvey on weinstein cases there were no trigger warnings on some of those court documents so you know a lot of people have been comparing diddy to him and just saying certain things as um why haven't we spoken up against him why haven't we had this same energy sweetie when there's like a trigger warning on court documents like that and you read what we read you have to really sit back and say okay, this took a lot for this victim to come up and speak up against her alleged abuser. This took a lot for someone to decide, um, okay, now it's time for me to speak. Both of these people have daughters and children that are going to know about something happened and it was immediately settled so that more of the information could not quite possibly get out. And at this point, as a sexual assault survivor and child abuse survivor, child molestation survivor, there's no way I can in any way be in proximity of, you know, a company, an organization, maybe even an employee of someone of his to be at a point to say, oh, okay, I don't mind it getting cut a check to do my job um, because I work for one of his many companies or what have you. Um, It's very frustrating to me, very frustrating to me that like you said in the beginning of all of this while you were setting the stage for this conversation, that we continue to tell people to believe us, to listen to us. And it's always Black women who don't have that opportunity to have someone save space or hold space for us when we say something has happened to us. Why is it that you have to question us? Why is it that you have to be upset when other Black women stand up and say that, I believe you, sis. I believe you. I'm here for you. And now you've got to prove us wrong for wanting to believe them. And so it's it's one of those things where you hear about it, you see it, you read it, then your own lived experiences come into play And at this point, I'm like, you know what, my hands, I'm done. Like, you know, and and, and yes, we come from a generation where we've heard things. We've heard the rumors. We've heard the allegations. I mean, honey, we lived through J-Lo and um, Diddy, you know, J-Lo and Puffy. You know, that was a whole ordeal. But to me, it's one of those things where, like you said, someone filed suit 
and it was settled immediately. And to me, that was enough for me to say that I would not return for the, for the um, third season of a podcast that was greenlit to um, get started to filming in the beginning of the new year. Right. And so let's give the people the background on that so they understand if they're not familiar. You mm-hmm. uh, were a part of a podcast called Monuments mm-hmm. to Me. That's that's mm-hmm. a part of Revolt's podcast, one of their podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to read the description of this podcast. Go Monuments ahead. to Me celebrates every aspect of Black women in a world that tries to ignore or destroy them. This protected place features Black women and only Black women diving into the conversations that matter. Akila and, I don't want to mispronounce that name, Ty? Ty, yeah. Okay, Akila and Ty lead an endless range of discussions that will move you from laughter to tears and inspire you toward the best version of self but trust. They stay unapologetically centered on Black women. This ain't your everyday podcast because it ain't every day that a podcast normalizes praising, celebrating, and building monuments to Black women, okay? Which is also something we do on Women's Wednesdays, on Ladies First Friday. Yes. and it's a big part yes. of, of Brother From Another. So when yes. you have a podcast with this description, when you have a mm-hmm. show where this is the focus, to me, mm-hmm. it's very clear why you felt uncomfortable continuing to do a podcast for Revolt. Correct. Um, Correct. And as you can see, not all the time the people who come on this show are a part of the news. They cover the news, but there were multiple right. headlines and, and posts about you, um, mm-hmm. you know, doing this. And then you also announced it on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, Dawn, again, not everyone is not willing to make a decision that will affect their, their bottom line. And I, mm-hmm. I'm not judging anyone who stayed and decided to stay. Like, that's an individual choice. But you say here, one thing I've done throughout my professional career is be mindful of my work ethic and where I place my energy and time. I also feel like Revolt's leadership, not speaking on this says a lot. And even though this podcast experience blessed me, I'm done. And I want to be careful and say that, like, we don't even know if the leadership's hands are tied, right? And that's that's that. That's part of the problem. You know, sometimes when you're in these situations, they may not be able to say anything mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. losing their and, job. And or we, we don't know. But for you, that's it made you uncomfortable. So you decided. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where if this is for us, by us, what, where's the space that you hold for people that may be triggered by the very thing that you don't want to cover? You know, at the time that the allegations came out, there, was, there wasn't even a post on Revolt's page um, about the allegations that had came out. It, they waited a while, you know, and I can understand why they did that. But honestly, there were other blogs who didn't even run the story, even though it was broken it was shared out by New York Times. So when New York Times got the news and they shared the news and you want people to take you seriously as a media outlet, you have to share the news. And in sharing the news, you have to be unbiased, even if it means the founder of your media company has been alleged in said civil suit. So as far as I'm concerned, when that when there was no note or any type of notification that went throughout the company, which it probably went through leadership, but it didn't trickle all the way down to like some of us in like the podcast network itself. Um, To me, you're not acknowledging what we all are seeing. And then if and when you see talent talking about it, 
commenting towards it, it would, in my opinion, I love this word because T.I. uses it a lot. It would behoove you <laughs> to reach out to said talent and say, hi, we're here for you. We want to know how we can help you during this time. Um, allow us the opportunity to kind of like see what's going to happen with this legally. And if you need some therapy or if you need some time off, I know you're probably beginning your contract negotiations. Like, you know, our show was already greenlit we were getting ready to receive a new contract. We were supposed to send over some editorial content to start announcing that the season was greenlit. So I'm, I'm getting ready to get ready for my next season of this job. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, if I'm tweeting or posting about it and or when I reach out to you and I say, hey, have you seen the news? What what are what are you guys looking into? What are you guys trying to you know develop for your talent that may be affected by this triggering news? I, there was nothing and in the event that i receive an email after this has been settled like literally didn't hear anything towards the end of last week going into the weekend and then the beginning of the week i hear something that's more like in an email business as usual here's what we need from you and i'm like right. now wait a minute now wait a minute like you know how do you think i feel and in and, and in that instance it's, it's very heartbreaking because when, if someone was to say, well, you could have directly reached out to someone in the podcast network that's in leadership, where was I going to do that? You know, when when I didn't even know if that was a space that I could possibly even do that. You get what I'm saying? So it's 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 one of those things where we also have to look at how we show up for others and what they need in their daily lives. We are real. We are in some very trying times right now. Everybody's not willing to share what they're going through. And as transparent as I am, there are some things that I don't share online um, about what I'm going through. But, but if I publicly announce that I am bothered by something or I share something or I reach out and say that this is troubling to me, I at least want you to act like you give a damn. Acknowledge it, validate it, and yes. they and they yes. and they did not do that for you. So you you made your decision based on their action, Correct. and you did what's best for you. You know, right. I think in general, I posted about this. Well, I posted our segment on it, but I posted about an internal conflict that I have because I didn't um, mm. I didn't uh, say this on air, but I want to take the time to say it now that okay. I think many people, but I also think women feel when it comes to our relationship with hip hop, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. we grew up on it. It is the soundtrack to my life. And I used to be belting out many of those songs, <laughs> disrespecting yeah. women. Um, mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I just think that I feel like it's okay for us to have this internal conflict. And I don't like, because I, I hear a lot of men say, well, y'all listen to it. Y'all say this. Okay. We were raised on the same music as y'all. A lot of music I listen right. to now from time to dawn, some of it I can't listen to anymore. Like, yeah. like, yeah. Like, yeah. like, I just sat in the car and I listened to the yeah. lyrics of Uchiwali. I said, what in the hell? What were we <laughs> thinking? Wild, disrespectful. Yes. Yes. Disrespectful. Like right. many many songs in rap music, right? And mm -hmm. there was a time that I like would say they're just lyrics. Um, right, right. And they are. And I have, I grew up with the foundation 
and write kind mm-hmm. of support system around me that I did not look to rappers, um, women or men, and, and, and mimic what they do. Um, right, that's right, not to say right. that they didn't influence me. I definitely went to a Halloween party with my blue wig because a little Kim and crush on you. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> that was one of the greatest videos. <laughs> not trying to say they did not influence things, yeah. but my point mm-hmm. is that like I didn't want to emulate some of the things that they did that were like degrading to women, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But right. that doesn't mean everyone doesn't see it like that. And a lot of people right. just take their cues from that music, right? And so we've grown up in a generation, Pac said it, we're gonna raise a race of babies <laughs> that will hate the ladies. <laughs> that hate the ladies, and that's where we're at. I you mean, know? that and- line is so true. And it's just like, every man pictured in this image has had some sort of allegation mm-hmm. levied against them. Some mm-hmm. have actually been charged abuse, Mm. rape, sexual assault, it ranges every, and you know, we talked about, you know, I just brought up a few names last week. I, you know, I mentioned Russell Simmons. I Mm -hmm. mentioned Big Pun. People got mad Mm -hmm. at me telling me I can't speak about the man because he's dead. You know, someone who I forgot. Yeah. We can can talk about somebody Tupac, you know. And Dr. Dre, he is one, because look, there are so many, but Dr. Dre is one of the ones that like just irks me because I mean, he just did the NFL halftime performance. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Michelle Lay and D and D Barnes, Mm -hmm. the allegation and what he did to those women. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that people even know. So they like, we could spend a whole other segment on that, that I won't get into, but it's no different than like racist organizations. When people say, Mm -hmm. Oh, you should only buy black and you should only do this. There's at a point like the way society is structured, we don't have the ability to do that. Sometimes we do have to buy and spend Mm -hmm. our money with certain institutions, even though we don't want to. And so I I say that meaning it's like racism in that, like, I like hip hop. I like the music. Mm -hmm. I like rap music. I like this music. I don't Mm -hmm. like the misogyny that exists within the music and the industry. I don't Mm -hmm. like that women are being harmed and there is no accountability. Right. And I don't, I don't know the answer Dawn and I don't know how to fully reconcile it because many things that we are taught was taught from hip hop. Right. Right. And and even before that, even our standards of beauty, the way we view ourselves as women, what's pretty, what's not our body, right. our hair, everything. They it's constructs by men. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you think of little Kim. Men created little Kim's persona, right? All mm-hmm. these different mm-hmm. women. Men created those things. And so mm-hmm. I'm still wrestling. And so what I'm saying is I don't have an answer, but I know there's an issue. And we can talk about mm-hmm. it. And because I don't know the yeah. answer doesn't mean that I can't talk about it. So I'm going to Correct, correct. Correct. I feel like, you know, I have to just mention I'm a former music video model. So I'm someone who was in these rooms, you know, watching how some of these artists were looking at women, talking about women before the music came on and we had to go on and either be, become characters or just be eye candy for the most part. 
So I'm someone who comes from being in that environment and understanding how I always had to make sure that I stood tall in the room and either kept kept at a distance and just did my job and collected a check because I was in school and I was a single parent, or I was someone who was able to advocate for someone when I saw them possibly getting ready to make the wrong decision on set. You know, it's one of those things where you figure out how to use this thing that is being art in our lives. It's music, it's art, it's, it tells the times, it, it expresses where we are from, it expresses lived experiences. You figure out where you fit in that and there are ways to where you can enjoy that while at the same time not bend on your morals or values, not bend and, you know, be scared to stand up for, for a woman. Uh, you know, we need more young men to stand up for more women. We need more young men to tell their friends that they're very creepy. We need more young men to really kind of like hear this lifestyle and really understand that that may not be for you, sir. You may need to be something else. You may need to do something else. But if it inspires you to become your better self in some way, if it inspires you to shift your mood because you've been depressed and it's a beat that just lives in you, I feel like hip hop can still be what it needs to be, but it has more growing to go. And I mean, that 50 years, we've gotten up until this point until really we can really see a big window open up for me too, and really kind of shift how the industry itself deals with these artists and how they prep them and how they talk to them, get them help. Some of these people just need some no people around them and they need therapy. Like if we're going to be honest and you have the therapy. funds to do this. So let's, let's, let's figure out what that looks like as a community. Let's continue having these conversations because a solution and some results are going to come because eventually there's going to be a generation of kids. That's going to be like, no, we don't want that. It's not going to happen. We want better from this industry and from the people that are in it. Yeah. Well, I hope a Me Too reckoning is actually coming, which by the way, Me Too was started by a black woman and that often gets overlooked. I'm a I'm a little skeptical. I'm a little skeptical and this has been a discussion. Will this be hip hop's reckoning and Me Too moment? Only time will tell. I hope it is. I hope these discussions continue and they do not stop with the settlement of that lawsuit. We will definitely be back. We have more to get into. Believe black women. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because I have a charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call. 
text or chat. 988 for free confidential support anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Oh, Thanksgiving um, Day is around the corner, and here is the NFL schedule for that day. Lions Packers will start off, start it, start us off, and then NFC East Cowboys and Commanders. I wish there was a way for both of those teams to lose as an Eagles fan. And then we got 49ers Seahawks <laughs> to close us out on NBC. Uh, Rita, are you excited for any of these games on Thanksgiving Day? Yeah, I mean, look, this is going to be the first year that the Lions that I can remember in a long time are going to play respectable football on Thanksgiving. So I'm interested in seeing how that's going to play out for sure. The Cowboys game, I mean, luckily for us, that's the the time we're going to be eating Thanksgiving dinner. So, I mean, if you're a Cowboys fan, you shouldn't have the bubble guts of nervousness. If you're a Commanders fan, you shouldn't care because you know you're going to lose anyway. The biggest Game, you Sorry, know, Gary. obviously. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> Gary, no. I mean, it, it, he know what it is. Sorry, Gary. I, I, I'm just sorry. Um, the the biggest game is the last one, you know, with the 49ers and the Seahawks. That's one I'm I'm most interested in, um, because you know the Seahawks have played some good football lately, and in terms of being in the the race of the NFC. Uh, West and San Francisco has come back around to form. So I believe it's in Seattle, which means, look, that 12th man is loud. They're going to be out there. They're going to be giving all types of hell to San Francisco. I think that that one's going to be the game that is going to be the most entertaining. But listen, I could be wrong here. It's football. It's Thanksgiving. All of it can end up being entertaining. I definitely don't see that second game being (laughs) much fun. Oh. Well, what do you well, think about well, these well. odds? Do you agree with these? Who are your picks? I, I I really do. So I know for sure I'm I'm rooting for the Lions, and that I have never said that in in all my years of watching NFL and really actually covering the sport. But I'm I'm kind of excited though because y'all know how I am about people who have my last name. So like I think David Montgomery is set to return after his injury. So I'm kind of like rooting for my you know oh my fake cousin. You know y'all know how I am. Um, but <laughs> in regards to Cowboys and you know that other team. I just don't know, you know, good luck to them. Um, But the last one is just, I know, I think to me, I'm getting ready for Friday. I'm getting ready for what's going to happen on Sunday. I'm getting ready for Monday. So it's it's, it's just one of those things where I want to see some other teams, but I get, you know, that Cowboys and Commanders game generally is like, somewhat of a Thanksgiving holiday tradition but you know sometimes some traditions can be changed and we can start bringing in some new teams or some other you know matchups to kind of like you know boost up the morale around here you know (laughs) so that's how I feel we do not see we do not need to see commanders football on Thursday to be honest (laughs) um but it's probably you know somehow some way I think they're going to find a way to make it a respectable game just because it's a division game. And, mm-hmm. you know, but I want both teams to lose. Probably Cowboys. Lose <laughs> I want I want both teams to lose. It, it definitely benefits you more as an Eagles fan yeah. because, yeah, yeah. because yes. it's very good that the commanders are not Correct. making the playoffs. So right. I'm taking the dog as well in that game. So I feel that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think there's probably 
no chance Detroit loses. That is the mm-hmm. official team of BFA. That's Michael and Michael's official team. Okay. I haven't signed on to that. But um I want them to lose well, too. I'm on the they band they kind of high in the NFC standing. So sorry, looking for an upset there. Um, <laughs> I know. I know everybody loves the Detroit Lions story. I get it, Detroit. Mm-hmm. I get it. But I'm it's good. It purely as an Eagles fan, okay? Purely as an Eagles fan. <laughs> and the fact that they're scrappy. They're a scrappy team, the Packers. I mean, you know, they they do they fight. So I, I definitely mm-hmm. think that this will be an interesting game for sure. I don't think that they're just going to, you know, roll over and allow the Lions to do whatever it is mm-hmm. they want to do mm-hmm. on them. So I, I definitely think it'll be interesting. Yeah, and then we got the night game, like you mentioned. I don't like 49ers fans. I, I sort of like Geno Smith. Again, I don't, I don't feel too vested in either one of these games, but 49 fans talk too much. And you know what else I don't like? Now they're winning again, so people are just, like, forgetting that they lost three games in a row, and I get it. They're playing better football, but I just always feel that Eagles disrespect, so I want them to lose, too. All right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rooting for everybody to lose. But I understand. <laughs> All right, but we do have Black oh Friday. Goodness. Black Friday is yes. more interesting to me because it's the inaugural Black Friday um, mm-hmm. game. Like, it's new. So it's going to be, I don't know what that's going to look like because there's all these things like they're going to have QR codes and shopping ability and it's going to be this interactive experience. They're not, It's a, you, you don't need Amazon Prime subscription to mm-hmm. watch this game. So they're definitely trying to get more viewers. So you won't have that for people who may have not been able to watch games before on Amazon Prime. Um, I don't know. It seems sort of like a spectacle. I'm interested to see what this is going to look like. Where, how do you feel about all of these changes or what they're really going to be doing for Black Friday, Rita? Listen, I don't want to see the, de- the Dolphins and the Jets, so I don't feel any type of way about it. You know what I do feel a way about, though? Um... I don't know if you guys, well, Dawn knows this for sure. This is also rivalry weekend. I don't love this. Um, and it, this is the best time of year for college football. And I really want the NFL to allow college to have their moment. In the, Thank in, you. This is their moment. This is their moment. Yes. And you're trying to take yes. it away from them with this Amazon thing, with the deals and stuff. And uh, look, we you get Amazon Day twice a year. And and so why do you need to take away from one of the best weekends in college football by doing this? Listen, so I'm a little annoyed by that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, mm-hmm. Again, it's football, so we're all going to watch, right? We're at least going to mm-hmm. peek in um, and, mm-hmm. and see what's going on. So if you mm-hmm. do get a, a good deal out of it, that's great. But for the most part, I'm checking on these rivalries this weekend because that's the yes, best part yes. of, this, of, of Thanksgiving weekend is rivalry weekend in college football. I'm just going to peek right. in just a little bit at this. Uh, just Miami a little Jets. bit. Just a peek. Right. Yeah. And, I, and I feel like they were already kind of prefacing like this possibly coming to be considering yep. how they've been using Super Bowl or a certain, you know, Monday night and Thursday night games to kind of have the QR code for you to shop, on, you know, with certain, you know, companies yeah. that have bought ad space. So I feel like we were coming to this, but I want to know who in the room said that this was actually a good idea because you're messing up a, a, just an overall sports fans fan experience because we need that Friday off. 
We need to take a break. We need to kind of like get prepared for Saturday and what's going to happen all day long with the rivalries and things like that. So I just, I, I do feel some type of way. I am with Rita. I'm just like, you know, the NFL is doing everything that they can to really kind of like step on the college football. But you know, you need the, you need us fans to really kind of like boost you up and get prepared to watch our players get into the league. So why not let us have this space? Y'all know Not they even don't that, care about There's anything. so many games. Dawn, there's so many games on Friday. Like, literally, mm-hmm. there's so many games on Friday. There's, if I'm, mm-hmm. I'm counting off the top six, eight games that are being played on Friday. Bruh. Bruh. So it's not and, like and, it's just all Saturday. Want, they, right, you know, just they came for Christmas Day. That used to be the NBA's day. They sure did. They came mm-hmm. for Christmas Day. Years ago, they came for Thursday night. Right, that was also an NBA day. They don't care, and they're not going to. Right, so this is going to be the like, new. Like you don't have enough money. You don't have enough money. You can't figure out how to incorporate this stuff on Sunday, Monday. You know, Monday because uh, it's Cyber Deals Monday, right? Why didn't they go yep. after that? Like, yep. like, like that's after the fact. Come on, bro. <laughs> well, listen, you know what? There is another tradition and something this weekend to look forward to. And that is the Bayou Classic between Southern Ooh. U and Grambling. Um, I, look, Dawn, you are our HBCU expert. So this listen. game will be on, on Saturday, 2 p.m. on NBC mm-hmm. and Peacock. <laughs> but for people who are new to HBCU football or trying mm-hmm. to get into it, can you just briefly let us know mm-hmm. the significance of this and why it's such a big deal? I mean, it's ultra all things black. You know, it's, you know, it's that time of the year where if, if maybe if you didn't even make it to homecoming weekend at your favorite HBCU or even with, with friends who are HBCU alum, you want to be at the Bayou Classic. Like this is something that was highlighted in movies. This is something that, you know, even like Beyonce, you know, with, with her um, Coachella, you know, uh, debut and show, like into some Bayou classic themes there. It's 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 so important to our culture and to our people that we have that moment where we can come together. It, again, if we didn't make it through all of college football season, we're coming here. And if we did go to every game and if we did go to homecoming, we're going we're coming to check out the Bayou Classic because of all things what it means to us as far as like the history. Like the fact that this is something that began, you know, back in 1974, um, Thanksgiving weekend, and it has continued. And it only got on television right around 1991 and it's still going. It's important that we keep this rivalry up and, you know, we keep talking about the history of this classic and all things that it brings to New Orleans. And I think it also just highlights another city that I love, the city of New Orleans and how beautiful it is to have football and people and food and parties and the music and just beautiful people just walking around. It's going to be a good time. And I'm excited for everyone to have this experience, considering that, you know, this wasn't something that people got a chance to have during COVID and all of that. So let's 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 hope everybody's going to be safe. Everybody's going to be okay, And that New Orleans is able to handle however many people are going to be coming into the city. Absolutely. And we love things for the culture here. Um, Okay, you know what else we love? (laughs) We love when women are right. Somebody give me my crown. Let's talk about <laughs> somebody is happy that they don't have to wear a certain type of thing 
going on? <laughs> Baby, let's talk about I took, I took it out the park. Took it out because the park. Black America's coach. Black America's coach. <laughs> I don't know. He started off high, and then I don't know. You know, I I'm not even. I, I'm, I promise y'all, I'm not celebrating like the fact that they didn't and you're not. keep on winning. It's just Fast. that like the bandwagon and Rita called, she called out me as a casual, called out all of us casuals. I, 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 I haven't watched the Colorado game in weeks, okay? So, but you both <laughs> were on this show, you both were on this show and y'all predicted two mm -hmm. to four wins at most for Colorado. Mm -hmm. They still have mm -hmm. one more game to prove y'all wrong. Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. men folk came for y'all. The men folk came they for y'all. They said. hear what y'all had to say before the season mm -hmm. started. Mm -hmm. Rita, you said you don't see more than four wins. So I want to know. <laughs> Are you taking the over? Barely. You know? <laughs> and tell me, tell me the four wins that you see. But potentially. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't even, like, once I started looking at the, his, their in-conference schedule, I was just kind of like, mm -hmm. I just don't know where the wins are coming because again mm -hmm. I know that we're ragging on the Pac-12 because of their demise but the Pac-12 very good okay they play Nebraska maybe no no mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I, I only got two right now that just stand okay. out big time for me and that's UCLA and uh, California. Like, so you were taking the under. Okay, John. I'm, I'm definitely taking under, but I'm technically giving him at least maybe one or two extra wins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because maybe maybe it'll be like an any given Saturday type situation. Okay. Like, you know. Those two extra wins, but right now we have not seen any. So Colorado's been eliminated mm -hmm. from bowl contention. I don't think mm -hmm. it comes as a surprise to either of you based on what you guys mm -hmm. thought mm -hmm. based mm -hmm. on the season before it started. So, mm -hmm. you know, I just want to, again, shout out to Dawn and, and Rita because <laughs> right. they know what they're talking about. They yes, one, yes. tuned into college football. They know what they're talking yes. about. And so I need all of y'all to stop coming in dimensions because y'all don't know what you're talking about, okay? Correct. Um, and we're OG. I mean, you can. We're OG. You can come for us, but you're going to be wrong, and that's cool. Right. You know, you can tell early You can tell early on that the offensive line was something that needed to be worked with, that the defensive line was something that needed to be worked with. TCU, I had already said that, that I was – writing them off because they had lost some mm -hmm. talent I felt like mm -hmm. um that they weren't going to be able to compete and so far I'm right now I did say that they was going to lose to Nebraska I was wrong about that and there's obviously a couple of other games that they they got into um but ultimately when they lost to Stanford after having such a big lead and Stanford is not a good team um a guy that I had never even heard of that had had three catches or something like that prior to that game and then exceeded his catches and yards and touchdowns in that game I knew it was over for them and this is not us celebrating it you know we want we want to see people excel but the the problem that I have is is that y'all are just ready to to paint this picture that it requires work and I think that right. prime it has it in them to put in the work but it doesn't work the way that y'all think y'all think that, that everybody's just going to jump on Colorado's bandwagon because coach prime is there no see baby NIL has changed the game and you know Come all on. of these things and Colorado is broke 
That's what Come we on, know. They barely had the money to pay prime. So why do you think mm-hmm. that they have the money to pay these kids to come there mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and you barely can breathe and it's always cold to play football? Because <laughs> prime can't be yes. the only cell here. You know what I'm saying? No, so that's no, all we no. Well, so and, on. and just want to give you... I mean, Yeah, finish your point, but also let us know. I want to give you the last word. Let us know what this means for Colorado in terms of next year. What this means for Colorado is there's room to grow. They have set the foundation. They overcome a 1-11 season, and they've surpassed that. So it wasn't that we wanted them to fail. It wasn't that we didn't want to see them be bowl eligible. It's just that, honestly, you're coming into this conference, and it was probably going to be damn near impossible. So the fact that he was able to do what he's doing, okay, kudos to him. This is me publicly giving him my hand clap. But um, I need him to stop talking the way that he's talking in these press conferences and saying the things that he's it. saying. Come on. And please build your team. Which build part? your players Which part? Which like, part? Because the, the part where, you know, the girlfriends, you know, they're not committing to in relationships and stuff. So get out these kids' relationships and please just be a coach and a leader for them. Can, can, can I get Prime to do that? And stop blaming these kids. Stop talking about we need to go get new more new linemen. Well, you're the recruiter. Yeah, that's on. on you, not these kids. I'm playing. On. You knew that they weren't good. You're the one that used the transfer portal more than anybody <laughs> else. So you're the one responsible for the construct of your football team. It's you and your Indeed. coach's job. And if you didn't mm-hmm. know that they was that good, then that's on you. You need to take the accountability for that. But what you don't Thank need you. to do is talk about these kids to the press. Okay, well, I I am not challenging Dawn and Rita, so we're going to end on that. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Turkey Day, ladies. Thank you. I don't actually. Hey, oh, come on, girl, you can't do me like that. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Have a good holiday. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill friendly meats like organic air chilled chicken breast, beef, and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there, because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text or chat 988 for free confidential support anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. (laughs) Has Angel been practicing like up to this point? Angel? Did I, were you at the press conference the other day? Yeah. Angel, 
I'm going to give you the same answer I gave you. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. I got you. Is she going to... I'm not... Have you decided if she's going to the Cayman Islands yet? If I have, I wouldn't tell you. Okay. You're not entitled to that information. Okay. Okay? So I'll say it again. Angel was not in uniform tonight. Angel is a part of this basketball team, and Angel will be back sooner than later. So it's practice. I've given you my answer, Glenn. You always have to deal with locker room issues. That's just part of coaching. In 40 years, I can never think of a time where I didn't have to deal with issues. That's what coaches do. Sometimes y'all know about them and sometimes you don't. Sometimes you want to know more than you're entitled to know. I'm going to protect my players, always. They are more important. It's like a family, Scott. Let me ask you this. If you do some discipline of your own children, do you think we're entitled to know that? That's a family in that locker room. Oh, brother, listen, there are so many things wrong with what she said, Dawn. First of all, Girl. what she doing is the opposite of protecting Angel Reese. Let's Correct. just be Correct. clear about that. Correct. Okay. Um, secondly, Angel Reese is not one of your children. And is she, not. she is a famous athlete with one of the highest NIL valuations. You are going mm-hmm. to have to address questions about her. That is part of Correct. the job. That's what comes with this. And the landscape of college hoops is changing. So this, you know, like you don't need to answer and you don't want to say anything. And it's it's the bit, you're just making it worse. You're making it worse for Angel. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. again, cause let me tell you, we talked about this last week too, Dawn. And they came Correct. for me and Callie last week too, because I said that these are times where like, if, 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 you know, a black player has a black coach and specifically if black women had a black coach, they would more likely better understand the nuances of this and why mm-hmm. it's so important to protect Angel in this situation. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And anybody can coach. Well, you know what? I didn't say anything about her ability to coach. But quite frankly, I I have concerns about her coaching any Black woman. Let's just be clear about that Mm -hmm. because of her history with Brittany Griner Mm -hmm. and others. Like, we don't get into all of that. But Kim Mulkey has a history. So let's just be clear. But secondly, um, the way Dawn Staley protects her her players, any, any, mm-hmm. you know, of these coaches, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Angel Reese is depicted in the media in a very unfair way, in a very Correct. unfair way. And what you did by, in the first time when she wasn't available for a game by not answering, mm-hmm. it led to speculation. And that's all mm-hmm. that was in the comments for me, Dawn. I, I mean, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. She, that, it, it's she, visible. She needs to get her grades up. She's this, she's that. 
First of all, we haven't even been officially told that she's suspended. She's absent. That part. All we we know, don't know a thing. She's dealing with a personal issue, a health yes. issue. And Angel yes. has since tweeted, don't believe everything that you hear. Okay? Correct. So Correct. we don't know. But it's nothing but speculation. And it's speculation because of Kim Mulkey. And just to be clear, there are ways. And you're in PR, Dawn, so I hope you can speak to this, or I'd like you to. There are ways mm-hmm. that this... Uh, this question can be addressed mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. you Correct. giving the specifics, okay? Mm-hmm. And also protecting Angel, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she just refuses to do that and she's making it worse. And I just feel like it's one of those things where we continue to say believe black women, we continue to say protect black women. And in this instance, like she was this, she was this darling, this college basketball darling all towards the end of the season, even though she did receive some backlash because of who she was and what she represented for young black women. But, you know, as we see the beginning of this season, it was like, okay, when is this coach really going to sit down with the athletic department and or other coaches on the staff and really sit down and come up with a blanket statement that makes sense that she can put out? Because you can say, you know, because of HIPAA, because of, you know, this is something that we would not like to discuss publicly, directly, and I am making sure that we are able to handle these things behind the scenes. There's a way you say that without that. that that gaslighting tone or being condescending or being straight out rude or this is my team or I'm the slave owner here. I don't have to tell you what's going on in my field. And I hate to use that analogy, but honestly, I need people to really understand how Kim Mulkey sounds when she says the things that she's saying and it's not in favor of protecting her player. It's not in favor of her providing this family environment. Um, and I just, I really want Miss Sequence to really get herself together and really kind of realize like she's not doing her a favor by do- by having these antics and she's not doing her a favor by not really showing up as the leader that she's supposed to be as her head coach. No, for sure. And I mean, there's so many simple examples until they have that blanket statement. Like the first game where you, you bench... Um, Angel benched, I'm saying, because, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, they were yeah. keeping the other yeah. team out. You could have said they were getting blown out. There was no need to keep that's Angel it. in the game. And, and that's yeah, it, right? To protect her. Yeah. Right. And, and that's it. There's so many things, like I said, that you can mm-hmm. respond in a way without revealing anything. And also not mm-hmm. leading people to talk about her grades and not leading them to mm-hmm. talk about all these other things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I don't, like, and there's a, now, there's something now, about, now all of a sudden people care about grades, Dawn. And I'm not saying grades yes. are important. So I'm not Listen. trying to minimize education, but the boy's been having bad grades for a long time and nobody Listen. was complaining. What did Ben Simmons have when he was okay. out there? He was in, okay. and, and he's trash. He's trash, okay? <laughs> but yet, all of a sudden, you want to care about her grades or you want to care about the fact that, oh, she might have an attitude because she's feeling herself. I want Angel Reese to feel herself. I want her to be proud of what she is built in that program with her teammates. I want her to be proud of what she represents for NIL and for young Black women who rarely get that opportunity to have these partnerships and sponsorships. But one thing we're not about to do is allow a white head coach to act the way that she's acting and not hold her accountable for being the leader of this program and speaking out. That's right. Thank you, Dawn. We will be back. No problem.
Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car... Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. <laughs> Dawn, it's been a pleasure hosting with you, but I don't know that I can have you on this show anymore. I've spoken to the Black delegation, and your Black card <laughs> has been taken and revoked because you do not like Can We Talk by Tevin Campbell. That's it. You gotta go. It's the weekend. I'm, I'm not even giving you a chance to rebut this. No, 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 no. I, I, mean, I can see DJs to find another song, like bring in some more of his catalog. I'm sick of hearing it. Remote. Happy holidays, everybody. Shout remote. out to my nephews. Shout out to Black my mom. <laughs> Have a great holiday weekend, y'all. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.